Oh, and hello everybody and welcome to the ninth episode of the We Only Do One Take podcast. I am Turch and with me is always the lovely, the fantastic, the handsome Kieran. How are you, mate? You know what I'm going to say. And I say <laughs> Don't call me that. <laughs> every time you introduce me, yeah. I'm not lovely. I'm trying to get the ladies <laughs> made for you. That's, that's the important thing. I want to hear about the lovely chap that is on the other side of the table. Oh, well, hello. Well, maybe maybe <laughs> I am lovely then. I would, I would say so. If I had to describe you in a few words, possibly one of them would be lovely. But I do it every time in the podcast, so it must be one of the ones that I'm very... That's what. That's one word that draws to me, that comes to mind when I think about you, lovely. Oh, thank you. We should do while I'm thinking of it a Valentine's Day special. I'm happy with that. Excellent. We'll, excellent. We'll have to come up with some fun game to do on Valentine's Day. Yes. 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 I'm thinking that. Can I just tell you? I know that I wrote the theme tune and I I probably played the theme tune 400 times during my day, but seriously, that gets me pumped up. Like I just sit it's there. It's a brilliant at, theme tune. I just sit there at work. And I'll just be like, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm thinking about like, oh, what am I going to do in this podcast and that? I put the theme tune on and I'm just like, I am ready. I, I you know, I just want to get, get up. I'm, I want to rant. I want to fight. I want to, I want to do all the fun stuff. You know, I want to go drink and do, oh, it just gets me pumped up. It's, it's great. It's brilliant. And you know what I'm going to say? Because yep. this is the most amount where the listeners will listen yep. before they tune out because I probably talk about some digestive issues again Aww. or something like that. <laughs> but I'm willing to outsource your church. Yeah, I'll, I'll take eighty percent. Eighty percent, twenty percent. I think wow. that's fair. I, I was telling you just before we started the podcast, I was recording some classical guitar sort of fun before for uh, an upcoming little thing that we might have, and uh, I was recording in my bathroom, and my dad walks in and goes, "What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> work? I'm doing work." And I go, "Dad, oh, I'm recording some guitar stuff." And the puzzlement, uh, puzzlement is that even a word? No, but you can see the you know. His brain just working, then got and went. Do you want me to help you set up some mics? And I'm like, ah, oh, that's that's the kind of stuff you want to hear. That's the kind of stuff you want to hear. I know someone who won their high school music competition. Yeah. They wrote a song on the guitar. I'm not a guitar person. Neither am I. <laughs> I guess I guess the closest I could say was a solo performance. Sounded like classical gas. He wrote it in his bathroom. Yeah, you got that's all good. Not bad acoustics. Went to high school with him. Can't remember his name. Yep. No idea. Um, He'll be on the show next week. <laughs> <laughs> don't even actually. I don't even think I've got him on friends on Facebook. That's pretty. That's, that's pretty sad. Oh, I know, right? That's, oh, well, what are you gonna do? That's you know, you got to inflate those numbers somehow. <laughs> you got to tell four hundred fake friends with about three people you actually talk to, <laughs> and it's it's me occasionally, and then uh, putting something bad on Jess's Facebook and Blaine just to annoy him. <laughs> Absolutely. And he wouldn't get me a drink the other day. Oh, he needed I saw that. to get me a drink. I saw that. And so I thought I'd brought the world of Facebook in Ugh. by posting a drink on his page and he still didn't get me a drink. Oh. So Blaine, if you're listening, uh Kieran would like his drink. <laughs> oh. Now now Turch, mm. do you have a rant for oh us? Oh my god. Yes, I'm here. <sighs> yes, I have a rant. And something that's always it always shits me when I see it. Always it's like one of those things you think to yourself, ah, but I'll start off like this, mm-hmm. Kieran. Mm-hmm. Do you, have you read the Harry Potter books? Uh, I've read all of them. Yeah, but the last one. But the last but one. The last one. There you go. Do you realize that it is a whole s- subculture culture f- phenomenon that adults 
in their like mid to late 20s and going into their 30s like still worship those books well i'm sort of in my mid to late 20s going into my early 30s yeah and i don't worship those books no that's right that's right but have you ever have you ever seen it on facebook like they just all these people like liking really harry potter related things just in general have you ever seen that can you give me a few examples? Oh. Because you know me and, and technology and social media. I'm on it all the time. Well, look, one of the big things is that these people want to have every Harry Potter mm-hmm. as part of their lives as much as they possibly can. It's a good fantasy. It's a good fantasy, but it's really good fantasy, not for something to bring into real life. Mm-hmm. So, my favorite one of these examples... All right, can you do this? Yeah. Let's say I'm eating a chicken parma. Yep. I can imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) How would Harry Potter be brought into me eating a chicken parma? Okay. How about you're eating that chicken parma, but you're also at a Harry... You're eating that chicken parma at a Harry Potter-themed wedding. What? Yeah. These are real things that are happening. So, these adults, fully grown adults who pay taxes, who who uh, go to work, have jobs, isn't that? Don't, you know what? I really love Harry Potter so much that I want a Harry Potter-themed wedding. Mm-hmm. See, I am <clears throat> um, wouldn't be a fan of it. Um, look, I don't even think I've really dressed up for a, yeah. a, a, a dress-up party. Yeah, exactly right. And that's the thing. Like These people like go out of their way to include Harry Potter in their lives. And, like, you know... They've got uh, ah. Do you know what laughing is? Laughing. Laughing. L A R P. Laughing. Of course, I know what laughing is. That's live action role play. So people dress up. They do a whole bunch of things. You know, dress as. But do you know the big sport in the Harry Potter books? Uh, Quidditch. Yeah, the Quidditch. Quidditch. Do you realize that there's actually a league of people playing Quidditch in real life? Good for them. Good for them. But you know what? You know, going back to the whole thing you said, it's about the f- it's fantasy. Ah, uh, yes, laughing is live action role play. <laughs> Thank I've just you. It. Thank you. You know, I was saying it's fantasy. And it's very important that we focus in that Harry Potter is a fantasy book, mm-hmm. right? And Quidditch, like, let's just quickly describe Quidditch. There's magic balls flying around, on, and you play on magic brooms. Does someone use like a fishing rod to make no, those magic use, balls? No, use like a so. bat or something. I don't know. But the big thing is, people play this in real life. Now, can you see the big problem with playing this in real life? <clears throat> uh, it takes too long. Magic brooms don't fucking exist. <laughs> like, but, oh, but real real brooms exist. Oh yeah, but you know what they and don't do? Real they brooms do- should come to my place and sweep. <laughs> Was it like uh, Fantasia style or something like that? But you know what? Flying brooms don't exist, which means this whole sport, which is built around flying a broom and throwing around magic balls, can't exist. Let me be the devil's advocate. Let me be the devil's advocate here. Yeah, but how do you know they don't exist? Prove that they don't exist. Look, I'm not going to talk to you about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and and, and, you can't provide the evidence. Then they exist. You know what? The Catholic Church's God exists. (laughs) Come on, mate. You want to have this debate now? Let's start this early. (laughs) You're going to be fucking fired because I'm not even done my list here. Okay. Do you know what another thing exists? 
Wizard Rock. You didn't let me guess. No, no. I'm <laughs> going on. This is the this is a proper rant. You know what sort of real thing that exists and people do it and all this sort of rant? Wizard Rock. Okay. You know what Wizard Rock is? People play. Uh, crappy- let me guess. All right. Let me guess. Uh, I know you worked up. Ah. Uh, but uh, it's a theme tune. <laughs> but I, I, you know, let let's guess. A Wizard Rock. I'm gonna suggest it's a bunch of rocks with people on them dressed as wizards. You're so close. There are definitely people dressed as wizards, but they write crappy pop rock songs, punk pop songs. We need about, a wizard rock on the show. About about Harry Potter. Can, like, oh, grow up. All these people grow up. This is, this is what's really killing me. Look, you know what? I read all the Harry Potter books as a kid. I saw all the films. I've done all that. But you know what? I went, yeah, it's like, it's teen fiction. It's not for, it, it, it is for adults. It's cross-generational, that sort of shit. And you can say that about a whole bunch of other things, like people like Pokemon and people like Dragon Ball Z still, and pe- people like you know a whole bunch of things that are, are there. Harry for kids. Potter conventions? Yes, they people go there and they dress up as their favorite characters and they talk about wizarding spells and they talk about all this other bullshit, right? You know what? It's it's a it's a movie. I understand? Look, Trekkies do it this that, but at least Trekkies sort of had, you know, it, there's a subculture under that hidden underground. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Im- that's the way that they express themselves, and I get it. But in the same sense, the Harry Potter fans, as a teen, teen book, mm. it's the same. And for me, I put them. I'm, I'm so I'm weird to say this, but I put them in the same group of people that like Twilight, that are in their twenties. Oh, uh, I've got a story about Twilight. See? I've got a story about you know, Twilight. Did you know? I had no idea what Twilight was, and I think, <laughs> I think that. Have you ever had a girlfriend? <laughs> I think the Twilight component was. Oh, I don't know. Look, I knew I knew it existed, but more, that was about it, right? Yeah. Didn't know anything about it. Mm. And uh, a bunch of friends were like, oh, we're going to this uh, charity event. Yep. It's, a, it's a movie. Yep. They didn't tell me what it was, and I was stupid <sighs> not to ask. Happened to be like the third Twilight or the second Twilight. I don't know. Anyway, luckily the movie cinema had a bar. Good. Good, you need that for uh, those films. I, I was gone, I drank a lot, met them after the film, life was great. Can I can I put in an advertisement right now? Obviously, <laughs> yes. Uh, advertisement is the Harry Potter fan convention. Oh, get fucked! <laughs> Join Harry Potter fans from around the world as we gather at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center in Dallas, Texas. This is obviously for our American viewers. Mm. In 2018, it's held from August 10 to 12th for a celebration of the boy who lived and the extraordinary impact his story has had on both the wizarding and muggle worlds. And you'll never believe it's sold out. Oh, of course it's fucking sold out. It's all like, you know, it's, a, it's just a merchandise factory. It's like what Star Wars has become at the moment. A big merchandise factory. There's no... At, 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 for an adult, especially with the new Star Wars films, and we'll talk about those another time, but for an adult, Harry Potter lacks the substance and, and he's stopping people from growing up and enjoying better literature. Because there's so many other better literature books out there that people can enjoy. Like, mm-hmm. like my favourite book for since I was a teenager has been To Kill a Mockingbird. Have you ever read To Kill a Mockingbird? I don't read. Ah, oh, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But that's like my favorite book of all time, and even as you know, a young person, I've read it multiple times since I was uh, like you know, thirteen. All right, give me the synopsis. That you got thirty seconds, and uh, and I'm tuning out. Okay, it is. Hang on, I'm gonna get the timer. 
Let me get the timer, people. And you better make it interesting. And I if will. you've got to embellish the truth, I'm all for that too. I uh, don't need to. This book is so fantastic. Go. Okay, so To Kill a Mockingbird is uh, shows the story of a white man in the 1930s defending a black man of rape when he didn't actually do it. But it's shown through the eyes of his one of his children. And it's also showing the, showing how mob mentality and a whole bunch of other things, including the townsfolk, the reception of that, and how goodness and truth will always uh, conquer. Time's up. Oh, that was a 30 seconds. <laughs> I've got a timer here too. Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> anyway, I suggest that you read that book because it is absolutely fantastic. But Harry Potter fans absolutely... Sh- and they're called Potterheads. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. They ship me to absolutely no degree. They are, the, for me, the lowest form of fan, mm-hmm. apart from maybe Twilight fans and all that sort of stuff. But they're, they're on, the, on the lowest chain. Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing... Sh- oh. Grow up, people. Just, just grow up. So you're telling them to grow up. I'm telling them to grow up. Telling them to, you know, you can like it, but don't make it a focus point of your life. Don't make it your identity. So you're saying they'll get along a lot better with all kinds of folks. But they'll never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view. I've, I've no idea where you're going with this. Sorry, I looked up Killing Mockingbird quotes. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, that was a fail, wasn't no, it? No, it that was, was yeah. A, that it's, was it's a bit too deep, that one. <laughs> I think uh, I don't want to talk about... Kill, uh, we can do a whole To Kill a Mockingbird rant. I can do that for a few years, but that's. Uh, I'll have to get my um. Surprise, surprise! There's no killing bird. No, what is it? To called? Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird convention. You know what? I will fucking start one, and it'll be filled with lots of old ladies and 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 uh, and older gentlemen. But god damn it, it'll be a far more interesting, more intellectual group than the people that like Harry Potter. Okay, but oh. yeah, you know what? I, I'm going to hold you to this. Oh. I, well, let's have the convention here. All right. <laughs> we'll do a live broadcast. Yep. We'll have the convention. I'll have no idea what's going on because I wouldn't have read the book. Yeah, I'll give you the cliff notes. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one page. If it's more than one page, I don't want to know about it. Uh, you, yeah. Oh, God. Kieran? Yes. And I had my what's, article. What's been happening in the news uh, this week? Okay, well. But all my all the people that like Harry Potter are gonna be real pissy at me, but that's okay. I will fight you to the death. That's how much I hate Harry Potter fan, like at livid, avid Harry Potter fans. I'll fight them to the death. That's a challenge, anybody. You know what I'm gonna wear next week? A Harry Potter costume. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> and you're gonna find one in a fucking adult size because they make them for adults. Brilliant. Oh. If you would like to post your Harry Potter uh, memorabilia <laughs> to the We Only Do One Take podcast, find us on Facebook. And I'll happily give you our address. And I'll uh, well actually, I'll give you Turch's address. Yeah, yeah oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> if you send me, it, what's 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 the Grinch line in the film? If you even send one word syllable on this, and what's it? If you even say one syllable on this answer machine, I'll hunt you down and cut you like a fish. If you like the fax me, press the star key. Have you seen the Grinch? Nerd. Okay. Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> you just went on a rant about Harry Potter conventions. And I'm then... saying a quote from a film. It's different from like dressing up as the Grinch sure, and stealing sure. Christmas. You probably you probably came from your Grinch, Grinch convention talking Stop about so racist, buddy. talking about Grinch 2018. How you're probably going to steal Christmas using advanced technology. 
uh, with rocket ships and yada, yada, yada. Um, cool, cool. All right, I've got an article for you, people. Uh, what have you got for us this week, Kieran? Uh, this one I just thought was genius. Yeah. I just thought this this man is just telling the truth 110%. Time Traveller claims to have been to the year 6000 and brought back this photograph of Future City. This is amazing. What do we got here? What photoshopped image do we have here? He says he was part of a top secret program to send people into the future. All right, I'm going to show you the picture. I'm ready for this. Do you want me to describe it? I do want you to yeah, describe it. Yeah, of course. It. This yeah. is how this, this show works. <laughs> yeah, the man's holding the picture. Oh, lovely. Of course he is. Okay. I'm going to... Uh, this is nice and blurry. They're always blurry. Oh, of course they're they are. They're always blurry. I never realised... We're, the, we're in the year 2018 <laughs> now, and he's got to come back with All a blurry right. photo. Okay. So, I'm going to describe this... <laughs> <laughs> this picture of a man holding a picture. Firstly, firstly, the first thing I see is he's back from the year six thousand. Was that right, six thousand? And he's no, also no, he's got gone a, to the year six thousand. He's gone to the year yep. six thousand. Yeah. So he's come back with a blurred face. That's the first thing I've noticed. Mm. I don't know. Maybe that's a thing in the future, and he's brought that back as well, which might explain the blurred picture. Uh well, <laughs> yes, that, that could explain the blurred picture. So that's let's right. have a look here. What's he got? He's got. It looks like. It looks like London, if this was used, had, uh, looking over the river Thames, Thames, Thames River, yeah, looking over the river, uh, with a bunch of buildings in the background, and maybe some boats, and then about 14 filters from uh, Photoshop. That's what it looks like to me. Only 14 filters. Only, only, yeah, but all the way to the top of uh, the distressed aspect of uh of any of the filters, the, the most contrast, or just enough so you can still see some of the crap in the background. Uh, it, look, I think I think this is just amazing, right? I'm just very excited for the future. <laughs> that means my blurry long, uh, my vision that's blurry in the distance <laughs> is going to match the future perfectly. <laughs> they go back in the past, the pictures are blurry. They go to the future, the pictures are blurry. No, the faces are blurry too, apparently. <laughs> So this man's come from the go to the future and come back and brought that photo. How did he do this? Okay. Um, right. So he met a reporter in an undisclosed location of to course. reveal what he knows about secret technologies and what the future holds for humanity in the year six thousand. Okay. So he's said to this reporter that he's got advanced technology. Does he say what advanced technology he's got there? Oh, no, we haven't got that part yet. Oh, okay, sorry. I was, was going to have a guess. Oh, yeah, have a guess. All right. I reckon flying vehicles. Oh, God, we'll be well past flying vehicles. Oh, okay, then. okay. We'll, well, that's be, tele- what we'll be teleporting. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm going to say that fossil fuels, uh, we're not using those anymore. Mm. It's all like clean energy or this and that. No, we'll be mining from space. Yeah, of course. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, world peace declared. And there's... N- only one religion, and... That will be the Kieran Thorpe religion, <laughs> featuring Pat, which is a religion I did try to start back when I was 19, because you well, need about a 1,000 members for the tax benefits or something You know something what? Like that. If, if that, that means if we get a 1,000 people doing this, liking us, doing this, we can start a religion and we can all be tax-free. Come on, people! Now we've started something that we only do one take podcast I, religion. I will convert from the flying spaghetti monster yeah, if I have to. Yeah, only for our own religion, though. <laughs> So I reckon those are pretty solid guesses. I reckon it's pretty solid. So what what do we got? And 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 I think our listeners should let us know on Facebook as well. Mm. 
Ab- absolutely. Uh, look, what uh, does the future hold? I'd be pretty good. You should post that article up there and ask oh, people absolutely. to do that. Absolutely. That's the kind of stuff that we need on there. Uh, well, he says advanced medicine, advances in medicine. <laughs> Boring. Yeah, I know. Uh, advances in government. Oh, what does that mean? I don't see that no. happening. Well, that's that whole, you know, <laughs> one government rule or, you know, kind of thing, doesn't it? The globalist elite kind of crap. And new technology. Oh, who would have thought? Yeah, well done. Make, make the technology we use today seem primitive. Oh, well done. Yeah, you know what? Uh, let's compare 6,000 years into the future. So let's compare our mobile phones to the rocks that um, the Egyptians had. Let's compare those. I mean, really, like, this is such a basic shit. Oh, oh and there will fuck, be, I'm angry today. There will be an artificial overlord. Artificial intelligence Oh, overlord. so that's you. This is where this is the podcast starting. <laughs> it's me in the background making videos and stuff, and you just there, I am Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, he produces a photo of what is an unnamed city. It's London. It's, it, I bet you yeah, he lives in London usually. Well, it's bloody snowing, so it's got to be somewhere. It looks like it's London. It, well, the photo reminds like me to London, and like, that reminded like me of London. Boat. Um, he claims in the time travel process, pictures tend to get distorted, as well as many other things. Probably his, his IQ. dick shrunk, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> most likely. <laughs> Sorry, um, honey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Stephen, the future, <laughs> Stephen Hawking. Yeah, says that you, you time travel is possible. Yeah, but you can't go back. Yeah, you can only go forward. It's like Terminator rules. Yeah. No, well, but they can go backwards, can't they? I can't remember. I remember Terminator, they go li- backwards. There's a liquid guy and he shot Yeah, bullets. they go backwards. Sorry, not Terminator rules. But the one way, you can't yeah, go yeah, both yeah. ways. So he says you it's can not go like Back to the Future rules, you can go back and forth. Yeah, no, no. You and can only go forward. Yeah. Which, did you know... You've got to go forward to go back. Interesting fact. If you had a train track that went around the globe... Yeah. Right, and you got that train track to go at the sp- basically just under the speed of light... Mm. Right. And it went around a hundred times? Yeah. No. Ten minutes? Whatever it is. I, yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. It's something like... No, maybe it's a thousand times. Oh, I can't remember what it is. But it's really quick. It's only yeah, like yeah. ten or twenty minutes or something like that, right? Um, It's the equivalent, because that's, that's actually time travel, right, of a hundred years on Earth. I don't know how to do the maths on that, because that's not my... I saw it on a Stephen Hawking documentary. But it's it's really cool, and the fact the fact oh no because this is the thing right because you just below the speed of light, and then they go what if someone was running on that train? Well no no right, see, that yeah, person that's that's that person running on the train would be going faster than the no speed that's of not light. how it works. And they go no 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 that's not because um time around it yeah that's right um, it's like when you ju- like run on a train you're not running faster you're just running at the tr- speed of the train yeah, it's not like that. yeah yeah that's as much science as I know <laughs> as much science anyway um. That's my article. That's amazing. It it surprised me that people. It surprised me one people believe this, but two they. they How did he get an entire news article? Yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm just about to say two people go. You know what? This should be on our news. This is why journalism at the moment is to the point of where we can make a podcast and bag the shit out of it for an hour each week. That that's where we're at at the moment. Oh Jesus! Look, at least it's not fake news. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> a man claims. To, uh, well, you know what isn't fake news? OJ Simpson. Well, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I watched an OJ Simpson documentary. Yeah. 
And I've never really, I've heard the OJ Simpson jokes, but never really paid much attention, right? Yep. And I think he's guilty. Yeah, okay. I think he's guilty. I don't know enough about the case to sort of do that, so. Oh, I tell you what, I'm obsessed with it. I've watched this documentary on Netflix, and then I've actually been watching the YouTube clips yeah. of the actual courtroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, what, and it, is, it is amazing. It's amazing that they're allowed, cam- I don't think they're allowed cameras in courtrooms anymore. Anyway, this judge did, and it was it was the race card. Oh yeah, was played. Even the um, even the prosecutor was was like twenty years later going. She's like, she's like, I didn't think the race card would be such a big deal because he was a wealthy man who hung yeah. out with white people. Yeah, he wasn't underprivileged. No, no, not at all. Anyway, it's fascinating. I if, you, I, if you're really interested in court cases and that, the Michael Jackson ones are even better. I reckon all because right. he was never formally charged with anything. The first time there was a settlement for twenty million dollars, mm. which uh, is Michael Jackson, nineteen ninety one. That's like you know two two gigs, yeah, or you know release one song, and then the, the second one, two thousand four, uh, he was never tried for anything, and it was shown that the uh, that the defendants were tampering with evidence. Mm. Yeah, really interesting. Nonetheless. The We Only Do One Take podcast, covering your court needs. Uh, <laughs> uh, next, we're going to start looking at legal cases and trying to break them down. But on the other flip side, uh, you ask for it, you need it, you love it, you want it, you want it now, you want Trump Watch. Oh, yes. <laughs> With the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this isn't exactly perfectly about Trump, like the, the, the actual uh, president of the United States, but it is something related to Trump enough where I thought to myself, this is perfect for this podcast and Kieran's going to love it. To the, to Question. Always. Question before you get in because yeah. that's just bugging me right now. Yeah. Trump is president. He's got Republicans in both houses. Yep. The government's shut down. Oh, it's back up now. Oh, is it back up? Yeah, it's back oh, up. I've missed that part. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, okay. It was something about um the Democrats wanting DACA, which is like the oh, I got no idea what yeah, that is. Yeah, something like um and now the Trump has said, nah, fuck is pretty much and now they're all going back to work. So it was he worked out pretty well. Oh, okay. Him. Yeah. Basically, uh, from what from a quick understanding, I only read the headline today. So I was just like I was like, something's gonna be going on, there's gonna be a bigger play because I'm like, he runs both both houses. They're blaming the Democrats, yeah. which I thought was just hilarious. I'm like, there must be something going yeah. on. Either. You are fake Well, anyway, news. let's do my... Tr- the Trump watch. Life. Gay porn stars wearing MAGA hats scream Trump and pump while ga- by gang-banging a bisexual regis- uh, re- uh, resistor. Can you say that again? I absolutely can. Gay porn stars wearing MAGA hats, so making America great again hats, scream Trump and pump while gang-banging a bisexual resistor. Pump and what? Trump and pump. Trump and pump. <laughs> Trump and pump. You want me to? Do you want to know what's going on? <laughs> this, this is real world. Sorry, I'm. I'm just. I'm can't get past the bloody heading. It's amazing. <laughs> when I saw this article, I thought to myself, "Fucking hell!" I think. You know what? I say every week that the Trump art, like the gorilla one, like what was it last week or the week before, was like ten out of ten. Mm. This is like I don't even know how to describe this one. So let's just go straight to the article. 
Uh, it's pretty disgusting to see how Donald Trump and his administration have influenced gay porn over the past two years. He's only been in office for a year, just putting you know. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Literally a year. Oh, he's been campaigning oh, for two. Yeah, and that's affected gay porn, I'm sure. <laughs> in a new scene produced by Fraternity X, we're seeing that influence at its worst as a group of Trump-supporting douchebags in MAGA hats gangbang a bisexual bottom after he reveals that he doesn't like the President of the United States. This is Trump's fault. This is Trump's fault that they're making this porn. You see the backwards logic here. Yes, um, Trump's president and they're making uh, porn like this with Trump MAGA hats. Trump did this. Like, what? Well, do you know there's a clear correlation between Trump becoming president and our podcast? That's... (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Me yelling about things even more. Great. Uh, the scene, which was originally reported by our friends over at this other link, I'm not going to give them the mm. give them the dignity, is cringeworthy at best. While the work of Fraternity X usually edges on the border of uh, sad- uh, sadistic, misogynist, and homophobic. Wait a minute, I forgot to. I had to bring this up. So, gay porn is now homophobic. Well, you know, they've got to have something heading against mm. her. Uh, so, with douchey frat boys banging and insulting bottoms for the for being bitches, and this tops anything they've ever done before. In the scene, so I'm, let's let's see how they describe the scene. I'm trying not to go into any details, but I have to read it. As long as we get some sexy background music. Oh, darling. <laughs> <laughs> In the scene, a group of beer-drinking and blunt-smoking college kids sit around watching something on TV when the topic of Trump comes up. The one not wearing the Make America Great Again hat admits he doesn't like Trump. When asked why, he replies, he doesn't like games. One of the MAGA bros responded, who the fuck likes gays? Are you gay or something? He admits that he's bi. Because of these two admissions, the bro decides to gangbang him. They make him first give them head while saying things like, suck it, suck on it for the president. And he's he's really making America great right now. <laughs> Next, they t- <laughs> God damn it. Next, they take turns topping him. And you know what topping is, obviously. Hmm. Being, you know. While commenting, they're going to make, tr- uh, we're going to make him a Trump supporter today, boys. By the, f- <laughs> by the finale, they scream, Trump and Pump, as they, well, you could probably guess what they're doing at this point. Pumping Trump. Oh. This is, okay. <laughs> you are lost for words. I am. I am. Um, what, do, do you have any figures on how many people have viewed it? Well, my, my, okay, this is the best thing is, so someone sent this porn video to this gentleman here, or this female, I can't remember who wrote the article, and they've gone, oh, this is disgusting, and then gone ahead and watched the whole video. Mm. Oh, of course. You know, there's, there's people out there that don't get turned on by, by watching this kind of stuff. They're very rare, but they don't get turned on, and they watch it. Yeah, but, like, this person's written a review... Of this porno. Yeah. And he's not liked it. 
But mm. uh, my question is, he's gone, I need to write an article about this type of pornography. But you know what? There's so many other depraved kinds of pornography out there. But the one where the guys bang a guy because he's bi with MAGA hats on, this is the big issue. Not the, not the all the child pornography out there. Not the type of pornography where people are eating each other's shit and, sh- and, and shitting on each other. Not the one where people are having Two sex Two girls, with, one cup. Yeah. Not mm. when people are having sex with people's feet. Not the one where people are shoving dildos the size of mooses up their asses and up their vaginas. No, that's all fine. What we really need to talk about is the couple of guys that are making a bit of a joke <laughs> about wearing some MAGA hats and using the line... I'm going to say the line again. Suck it, suck on it for the president, and he's really making America great again now. <laughs> like you, you can just tell, like the priorities of what these kind of pe- of of people are writing this sort of crap. You can just see the priorities, right? Yeah, they, they know they're gonna get headlines. Oh, it's the best. Look and look, I'm so glad that this has come out of it. Like sometimes you think to yourself, this presidential sort of stuff is is you know, he's not that great, and he is. And like at some points he's not that great, some points he's fantastic, but you. You got to admit this. If this is the kind of shit that people are going to put out because of, of of him being in office, I'm all for it. Are you watching it right now? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I just saw you smile. I'm like, what the fuck's? I, I'm, I'm going to no, get no, out I, of here. I googled um, Pornhub facts. Uh-huh. Yeah, because there's always so, they've got so much data. They have the best data. They they best data, biggest and, data. Sad. <laughs> and um, I'm looking. I, I've come across Pornhub's top twenty countries. I told, we talked about this uh, with with Mash, and I was saying Australia's like number eight from memory. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's uh, but there's other facts. Oh, here we go. Sorry, but the, one of the things we didn't talk about is is Australia's eighth, United Kingdom second, yeah. first is United States. Makes sense. But just have a look at the graph. Just look, have a look at how much United States is ahead of the United Kingdom. Yeah, but they've also got like fourteen times the population. Obviously, this is, you know. You gotta look at it like that. If per capita, we're gonna look at. It says. Uh, if it is per capita, then I'm very impressed. Uh, I'm gonna say it is per capita. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, to, just to do shit stirrer. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Tosh. It is per capita, you dick. What? Oh, you know we talked about. That's that's right. I re- look, I was quite drunk in the last <laughs> I'm that's not, why it went for two hours. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. By the time we finished last, last week's I was recording, tired. I was like, "Oh, my head uh. was spinning." And <laughs> oh dear! All right, all right. Kieran, what other shit news have you heard this week? Oh, um, th- this is well, it's not necessarily sh- shit, but it's. It's I I'm from Perth, right? Yeah, you're an import. Uh, yeah, and for many years, do you know when I first moved over here, we lived on Ligon Street. That's pretty cool. And we lived there for a month. And no ev- wonder you like Wog so much. And every night, I got uh, dinner. Every night, dinner dinner out on Ligon Street, mm. which was amazing. It was abs- bloody great. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so moved over to Melbourne. Continue said, oh, I'm you know, I'm Perth now. Perth kicks Melbourne ass, you know, like yep. Perth uh, Perth is so much better. When I was like twenty I actually went back to Perth. You know, <laughs> moved over here when I was nine and I was like, Perth is a dump. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got a new they've got a new uh sports stadium. Oh, that's something. Um 
So you know, seats. is that the one for the uh, seats. the cricket seats? I don't know. Seats, for everything. It sits yeah. sixty thousand. Oh yeah, that's great. They're saying they want it. They want the um, grand final. Nah, it's not gonna happen. I'm really sorry. As much as you love your beloved Fremantle, I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, anyway. Oh no, you know what's great? Because Fremantle only plays five times a year. Because yeah. I'm not the biggest footy fan. Yeah. So I get to go five times a year, and that's it. That's pretty good. Yeah, I know. And they can say you went to all the games. Anyway, Turch. Yeah. How much would you pay for a pint of beer? Depending on the beer, but I'd say like 10 bucks. Average, average. Yeah, 10, 11 bucks. 10, 11 bucks. For, okay. Yeah, so Australia, for everyone else, for everyone international, we have lots of taxes on our beers and stuff like that. So a pint of beer is like, what, 540 mils? I think it's like two ounces from memory, but I, I can't remember the conversion. Half a litre, give or take. Hmm. Uh, 11 Australian dollars, give or take. 11 Australian dollars. Okay, all right. Well, there's currently a war going on in Perth. Good. There is a war. Yes. And it is a beer war. Oh, I was going to say fighting the emus. No. The Australian emu war. Australian emu war? Yeah, haven't you ever heard of the Australian emu no. war? No. We lost. <laughs> we got thumped. What's the emu war? Oh, well, maybe you'll bring it. Finish your article and I'll, I'll no, get I, up the I emu want, war. I want to know the emu, emu war. war. Oh, yeah. you got to find it. I'm going to read. Anyway, there is a war going on. And... um. It's a beer war between two popular Perth bars, and one of them is charging four dollars for a pint. Yeah, that's really good. The other one came back and is now charging three dollars fifty. That's good. It's like Coles are uh, doing the and Woolworths doing the cheap chicken. Like it went from ten to nine to eight. Are they thinking of the beer brewers? No, it's going to be like the milk crisis. Well, it doesn't. Are really... we thinking of the dairy farmers? No, 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 are no, we no. thinking of the beer brewers? Well, it doesn't matter because as long as they're selling the beer at an appropriate price and they're making still a profit on it within the bar space, then it's fine. Yeah, I guess. I yeah. Guess. <laughs> anyway. It's led me to thought, why isn't there a Melbourne beer war? Why do we not have a Melbourne beer war? Where is our beer war? I think we do have a beer war. I, I've No, we don't. They've all got a truce. It's like no one's charging under $9. Oh, okay. So uh, may, let me put my hat in the ring here. I think we don't have a Melbourne beer war because... It's Melbourne. Me- potentially we... It's the have- Andrews government, oh. isn't it? It's the Andrews government. I don't know. That's what people are saying. <laughs> Everyone blames the government of the day. I think it's because we have so many. It's micro- Malcolm Turnbull. I think we have so many <laughs> microbreweries. Like mm. we have a lot of microbreweries in Melbourne. Oh, I love our beer. We've I got do. so many good. And beers. I think that's the reason I'm willing to pay eleven dollars for a microbrewery a specialty ale and this and that. Have you had Goose? I haven't. Where's that? Uh, some place. Oh, I had it in Abbotsford. Lovely. So. I'm I'm more than willing to pay more money for a better potentially a better product mm. than I am to pay like what was it four dollars or three dollars eighty whatever it was for a pint of like Carlton Draft because mm-hmm. I feel like Carlton Draft makes makes me feel a bit more bloated and makes me, you know it doesn't taste as nice whereas if I pay like you know ten dollars I can get like you know if I go to the Elephant and Wheelbarrow which is like an English pub mm-hmm. I can pay eleven dollars and I can get a pint of like you know. John Smith or Kilkenny or Pint of Guinness and that's far more delicious and I can drink far more of it and enjoy it for more, enjoy it for longer. We need to do a St. Patrick's Day special. Yeah, of course. Where we just drink Guinness. (laughs) I'll take the next day off. (laughs) (laughs) Just let it run. Just let it run. So what's been happening with this war? What, What initially sparked it? Is it just like two pubs or is it like multiple pubs involved? No, okay. Well, what what there is is there's two pubs. Mm. They are involved in this war, 
and all the other pubs around them are now engaged in a lawsuit against these two pubs. Right. Uh, a lawsuit? Yeah. How so? Because they've brought the prices down. No one's going to the other pubs. But that's but that's but that's a prerogative. They're not going to win this lawsuit. I should be the lawsuit. <laughs> it's publicly available knowledge, so I should be able to get it down and I can just dissect it. Um, more to come in this beer war space. I feel like we should do a reading of the thi- of the lawsuit and just yell at it for a while. I knew. I told you we'd come back to law. Oh. OJ Simpson now beer war. Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh. That's no, Spe- pretty. Uh... Speaking of law, yes, Kieran, yes. On the scale of one to ten, ten. I was going to say how much do you like cheese? So that's actually an accurate answer for you. <laughs> oh, I don't have any cheese tonight. Oh, we had some cheese last time, not this tonight. Is, this is uh, no, but it's uh, all done. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'd just like to do a quick advertisement. Established in seventeen seventy nine. Oh, really? That old? It's classic. It's a great, great scotch, that one. Hello. Oh, it's it's it is it's the Bowmore Islay Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, aged 12 years, distilled and bottled in Scotland. Mm. The Bowmore Islay Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Top, top notch. Yeah. I got that ages ago. I'm still drinking it. It is. Let so me just good. have a taste of yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. That is very nice. Yeah, it's so good. That is very nice. Yeah. It's got a bit of a smoky, mm. bit of a, what have they done? That's good. It's good. That I've got is, another bottle at home, so I'll bring it over next is, time. And we'll that is it. brilliant. I've got another bottle, which is a, just a single mot one, which is a slightly different, but cast barrel one. It's really good. So, Kieran, like I said to you before. Yes. How much do you like cheese out of 10? Um, nine and a half. Nine and a half. Nine yeah, and that's half. a good, that's a good bet. So, do you love cheese this much? Oh, dear. Man barricades himself in-house after family member takes bite of his grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm going to say, if you did that to me, I would do that. <laughs> I would. Yeah, it is mine. Oh. <laughs> A Maryland man has been arrested. <laughs> Following an hour-long standoff with law enforcement that police say began when a family member took a bite from his grilled cheese sandwich. The Baltimore County Police... And I mean, you've got to get the bread, you've got to put butter it, you've got to put the cheese in, you've got to grill it. Oh, it takes it takes time. Meanwhile, you're salivating because you want it. Oh, you're just like, I'm going to... This is going to be amazing. I actually have a friend. His name's Blaine. He's been on the podcast. <laughs> Should get him back, and um, he can have his own mic. <laughs> every time I was over at his house, he would be, and he was cooking or something like that. I would always, especially like a mega sandwich or something like that. I would sneak in and get a bite. See, and he could have gone off. Well, he could have done what this gentleman did. So this guy here, according to the police, uh, the man was eating with his wife and daughter, and then he became angry when uh, someone took a bite of his sandwich, prompting him to fire a shot inside his house. That's why you need guns. It is why you need guns. <laughs> the wife and daughter were able to, <laughs> able to safely leave the house, but the man barricaded himself inside. He surrendered peacefully shortly before 9pm. So from 5pm to 9pm, he locked himself in the house because his wife or daughter... <laughs> 
wife or daughter? Well, it doesn't state who actually bites it, who actually bit it. Oh, I bet you it was the it, daughter. No, it says, he became angry when one of them took a bite from his sandwich. So even he doesn't know. <laughs> so, I'm sure he didn't bite it. You know when you're eating food, right? <laughs> and, and take you're a just bite like, and, and you just like, away. And you're just like, no, no, I know there's a bit more left. We're going to have another bite. And then it's gone yes. and you're just like... Who's bitten into this? Oh, it's this. like when you open like a pack of chips or something and you have like more than you think you do. And you're like, oh, I'll save the rest for later. You open up the bag and there's like a few measly crumbs down the bottom. Mm. I think that's what has happened to this gentleman here. Anyway, no one was injured and he's now uh, going to hospital for evaluation. <laughs> <laughs> I could just imagine being the um, the shrink that's got to come over and like evaluate him. <laughs> What's happened? You know, someone took a bite in my feet. Rough day. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, good day. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, why are you here? <laughs> no, I, look, uh, if I'd had a shit day and then someone ate my food, oh, I would be ropeable. I guess I, I've never lived in a share house, but I have lived with my brother. And, like, you know, one th- one of my downfalls is icy poles. You eat his food? No, he eats my food. I'll buy, like, you know, a box of icy poles. Like, oh, I'll have one a day. Like, you know, if I've if I've gone to the gym, if I've done something, you know, I'll have, like, one after dinner, mm. enjoy it, watch some crap TV or watch something on YouTube or edit the We Only Do One Take podcast, which is available now on SoundCloud and iTunes. Pew, 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 pew. Um, so I'll do something like that. I'm like, oh, I've done all this work. I'm going to have an icy pot. And he's eating all my icy pots. All of them. How many do you buy? Like, 24? No, I just buy, like, a box. Like, a box lasts me, like, a week and, or two weeks or something, depending on how much I'm in I'm, the house. I mean, I can't have I- ice cream because I've... I've no, got, I have icy poles, so I don't like I've ice cream. have got digestive issues. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But I do, like, icy poles, like the lemonade ones or, like, uh, like the red ones. What or... are you, five? Yeah, I am. <laughs> but, what, you know... It's do, like, you, do you have them with your Harry Potter? Oh, I... <laughs> Don't dare get me fucking started. Are they Harry Potter icy poles? No, no, I get the cyclones or clippers. I love a good clipper. Oh, clippers. Now he's changed. Now he's changed. Hot summer's day, like it's been like 42 degrees. You come home, take off your shoes, have a clipper. Ooh. Actually, he's he's, he's actually swapped around now. (laughs) I I have, I have. Zuper dupers. But you know what? They're great because, you know, we had them up at Phillip Island. Hmm. And I'd sort of, everyone had a super duper good times. Hmm. But you know, if you want to sit by yourself, it's like you know people enjoy a Magnum, like the ice cream or the the Cornettos. They have them by themselves. They just enjoy it. That's what I like to do. Like my dad likes that. My dad's a big ice cream guy, mm-hmm. and you buy a box of Cornettos, he'll eat them all in one day. And he's just, really? Oh, he's, he's a massive sweet tooth. He can do that. Whoa. You know? I, I'm like, now nah, I pace myself. But my brother, on the other hand, he's at home all day. Eat all my icy poles. Fuck. Another rant. I'll tell you what. I've been fired up today. <laughs> oh, gee, well, there you go. Um, I had to take a shit the other day. Mm. And I probably shouldn't do that while you're drinking. But I was in the city. Yeah. Oh. Right. But I, it was good for me because I was near RMIT. I was going to say, did you find a, a good toilet? Because there's nothing worse than finding like a bad toilet. Oh, I know. You don't want to do a bad toilet. It was no, about no. 5.30 at night oh. as well. Peak hour. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, right. Anyway, I know I was like, I better go. I better go. All right. Let's RMIT can use their toilets. Now, um, I, I have to say the experience was good. Like, I, I can't fault I can't fault the actual toilet. Or by that I mean the seat. Um, but I went in there and uh, I go to look for the mail and it's and it's not there. And it's gender neutral. 
Oh, she just would hate that. Right. And it was, it was, it was okay. And I thought, no, that's, that's, that's okay. But I mean, like, I, and then I started going through my mind, like, I mean, this is going to be a doozy. This is going to stink out the joint, right? I mean, in a male toilet. Yeah. I have no issue sticking yeah, out yeah, yeah, it, yeah. right? And, and in fact, I think uh, my fellow male species are like, well done. Yeah. That is excellent. Oh, it stinks that is in a, here. That someone a, had a good time. That is a 10 out of 10, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But I was like, but what if, but, but what if there's there's females in here? Or I walk out of the cubicle and then, because it wasn't busy, right? Yep. It's not, because it's it's summer. It's summer season. So oh, so no it's really there. smelly. So, it's, I mean, someone, they're going to know it's me. No one else is in there. Yeah. Right. No one else. No one else around. They're watching the video. But if someone you go in there, someone comes in, they're yeah. going to know it's me. I can't. I can't go at someone else. Right. Yeah. So I ended up using the disabled toilet. Right. Because I thought I can't. I can't, oh. I can't deal with that. Like. Yeah. Anyway. The gender neutral toilets are here. Yeah. Is it okay to stink out the place? Yeah. You know what? You have to treat it as if it's your own toilet. There's no other way. Like, if I had to go there and I had to take a piss and there's only, there's no urinal or no trough. The trough is the best. Oh, yeah. Love the trough. I actually told Jess about the trough one day. <laughs> do you try and write your name? When, uh, like, no one's there, do you, like, woo, I'm going to write my name? I try to, like, make everything wet, like, across, like a little waterfall. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, ooh, you know, going on. No, I told Jess, I go to Jess, oh, yeah, I had to go to the toilet. Oh, I was pretty busy, you know, peed in the trough. She goes, the trough? Like, yeah, it's just like a like a trough, the peeing. Like, you know, it happens, at, I think, like, Cherry Bar have it like a trough, and um, I think, um, what's that other bar? There's a couple of bars that have troughs like mm. that. And she didn't realise that guys just peed into troughs. And I go, guys will pee anywhere. I don't understand. But as going on for stinking at the place, well, if, that, if your only option apart from the going to the disabled toilet is to go into a gender-neutral bathroom, and I'm hoping that this one had multiple facilities, like you know, it wasn't just one, it was like, oh, no, no, like three was, or four. It was multiple, absolutely. So if that's the case then, then you have to treat that as if it's... There was actually there was actually male, because it was like every second level is gender-neutral and yep. every other level. And I was like, I don't want to go up another level. Yeah. We're not going up another no, level. that's fair enough. I don't want to travel. Yeah, exactly right. You know, no, I think that you are. I want to get in. I want to get out. Completely justified in. I feel sorry. I don't think the people that have been fighting for gender neutral toilets now good on them on their cause. Yeah, but I don't think they've thought about this. No, I don't think so either. I I don't think they've thought about the ramifications. That place is going to stink. Well, look, my big thing with gender neutral toilets is something that we're going to. But but sorry, the thing is, right? It wasn't. One or two or three cubicles or something mm. like that. There were, it was something like twenty in there. And this is where, see, okay. So, so, so I'm cool with like I I would actually go. Where's the male? Where's the female? Where's the gender neutral? Yeah. Right. But the whole gender neutral. It was like twenty cubicles, and I thought that I was know, overkill. I know what you're thinking now. You're thinking this is discriminatory because men now can't go to a urinal. Ooh. See, I, as a man, want a urinal. Mm-hmm. Why can't I have the urinal? Because women are in there. They might see my, my dick. Mm-hmm. But the men ha- men always have to go into a, a urinal or a trough. I mm-hmm. prefer a trough. Yeah. 
and see another man's dick. We have to risk it, and that's fine. But if a woman sees uh, it, know, now, know. now, like, now it's like sexual harassment. Do you know what I love? I love when like the, the bathroom's empty, and two guys walk in, especially like, for, like, there's an MCG. One person comes in one entrance, Why one person one comes in the other, other entrance, and they swap over yep. <laughs> and go to the other corner. Of course. <laughs> it's, just, it's one of those... I, I it's etiquette. Be- it's I can't toilet be- etiquette. I can't believe, you know, men, they, everyone goes, men are uncivilized. Like we have more etiquette where it counts. <laughs> you know, we have etiquette at the bar. We understand, Absolutely. We understand, like, you know, if you're waiting in line first, no one's going to push in at a bar. Mm-hmm. You know, Unless they're shit-faced. Unless they're purely shit-faced. And then, you know, that's, you know, we know that. And we're like, yep, yeah, let them get it, their drink or whatever it is. At a bar, we understand if someone's been waiting there, we say, no, no, this gentleman was first. We mm-hmm, understand that. Mm-hmm. At a urinal, we understand. I don't want to see your dick. You don't want to see mine. We're confident. We're neutral. We're happy with that decision. We'll stand as far away as we possibly can. Absolutely. You know, and even at, even at sports games, like, you know, busy time, like, you know, game's over or halftime, men are in there. They're patient. They're willing. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. waiting. They understand, look forward, don't look even down at your own dick. You understand all these little rules that make a society function. And that's why the men's toilets may stink a bit. But it's always, you can always get in, you can always get out. And that's why the bars, when men are there, when it's just men at bars, it just works flawlessly. Here, I feel like we need to have some Patriot music playing right now. (laughs) More recording, great. Uh, uh, and my computer's frozen. Oh, well, I'll go one more. I'll do one more. I'll do one more. What's the closest you've had to wanting to marry an inanimate object? Um, okay. Well, like, what are we talking? We're talking about any kind of inanimate object. Have you, what's the closest you've become that you've loved sexually, I guess, an inanimate object? Oh, okay. All right. Um, can't think of anything off the top of my head. Can the TV count? Or would you put your dick in it? Well, I've got to cut a hole. And then, <laughs> then, so that's yes. <laughs> then, you know, that's, that's the... There's a good joke there, you know, like, oh, I put it in the, the USB hole or something, you know. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, Nurul Hassan identifies as objectum sexual, which means she's attracted to inanimate objects. Oh, okay. So, the headline is, in love with the shape of you, yeah. student, 20, yeah. plans to marry Tetris... Oh. After her relationship with a calculator called Pierre yeah. ended when she lost it. Okay. So she lost this thing. Yes. And so now she's going to marry a Rubik's Cube. No, Tetris. no. Tetris, Tetris game. Tetris game. So this a maths fanat- uh, f- a fanatic plans to marry Tetris after, she's claim- uh, after claiming she's fallen in love with the game. This uh, woman, Narul Hassan, who's known as Fractal Online, uh, says she's also been in relationships with a calculator she named Pierre and admits she's had feelings for iPods, treadmills, and a GPS system. Oh, okay. Look, I could understand the GPS system. It talks to you. 
at something. Yeah. You know, but Tetris. And it listens to you and it talks back. So Fractal said, I think Tetris is so beautiful. He is about perfection and he stimulates your mind. Physically, I get that feeling that people in relationships get. You know that they are the right one. I love him so much and get an intense sense of satisfaction with him. I have a strong connection with him and I invest so much time in him. She says part of the attraction is the satisfaction she gets from clearing the lines as quickly as possible and her current record stands as 49 seconds, 49.53 Is that how long she lasts? Pew, 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 pew. Well, that's li- that was the joke I was going to go for. <laughs> yeah, but can you, like, look, I, I grew up playing video games, love video games and stuff, but not enough to put my dick in the CD hole. You know what I mean? Like this person's taken... She's not even in love with an inanimate object. She's in love with the game, it sounds like. So this is taking a next level of like, I don't love the inanimate object. I can probably have the in- a different inanimate object, but I love... As long as it's just playing as Tetris. Tetris. As long as it's Tetris, This yes, is like yes. the next level of stupidity, you know. And I can't imagine her parents being proud. Like, you know, if I came home and I said today, Dad, guess what? I just married a table. <laughs> If you like, and yeah. I would be, I would say congratulations because the table is a very useful thing. Yeah, you can use that oh. table. That table is great. That table will make you happy for. Look, look we're on a table we're right on a now. Table right now, this is amazing. This is I great. would allow you to marry my table. That's. I, I thank your. Blessing. I will get. My, I thank you for your blessing. <laughs> I will get my celebrant license, <laughs> and I will, I will allow, allow you oh. to marry this table. You know what's funny? I said to Jess, <laughs> okay. which. To uh, American listeners, your girlfriend. Yep. <laughs> she has been on the show. Yes, been on the show. Episode three. No, I think it was episode five, the Christmas special. Episode five. Yeah, the Christmas special. I oh, know the Boxing Day special. My mistake. The Boxing Day yeah, special. Yes. Talks about cricket. Um, if I became a if I became a celebrant, I would marry oh, you. Oh, I said to Jess. Now that we've started this podcast, and you've always said, like, even back in the days, like, you know, if you Jess and you get, you know, if you just get married, I want to be a celebrant. The day I find out is the day I'm enrolled. Yeah, I, I know, know. I know. Absolutely I've got the know. online course. I've looked it's, at it. I know which one I'm class. signing up for. It's in your book class. But I go to Jess. So you do realise now that we've started this podcast, it's going to be live. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and she's I like, was I, just, I, I was just fucking that. hate you. I was like, a live podcast <laughs> of, of the wedding. wedding. <laughs> of the wedding. That would be great. Oh, Jess, I hope you're listening to this because this I is would, happening. This I is real. Would, I would have a table set up or the guests would come on one by one. Um, I would in my chair. I would marry you two. Do you touch? Uh, in fact, we would have it as a show. Is crazy. <laughs> we would have the look. The just imagine this church. We're sitting here oh. like you are. Jess would sit next <laughs> to you. We would have would have a, an arena, an arena like a stand. You know, like no, not not sit, like a stand. The people will be watching the show oh. as as we do this. This would be amazing. I know. I, I know it's Jess's wedding because it's all about the girl. Uh, but then you've got to then have two weddings. If she, if I she... will definitely have a second <laughs> wedding, and I just invite all the people that want to like just bag us from the from the crowd. Just sit there and be like, "This is the weirdest, stupidest, greatest thing ever." Live. I'm gonna live stream it somehow. I'm gonna work that out. Oh yeah, no, but but no, no. The day the day you you I find out you're getting married, I am booking in on and. If anyone wants me to be a celebrant, it's going to take me about a year to do the course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they say, don't do the course because your friend's getting married. Yeah. You want to be a celebrant. Well, I do want to be a celebrant. That's good. 
And I think I'd be very good at marrying. So you people. don't like you don't like the Jesus aspect, but you like the whole you know legal aspect to it. Where <laughs> no, I documents. just like the money. I heard that, I heard that they make about five hundred and fifty <laughs> bucks. Yeah, no, you'll good. be free. Oh yeah, um, <sighs> I am free. Thank you. <laughs> I was just like, geez, that's all right for traveling somewhere for the weekend and oh, marrying someone. I'm gonna say that uh, you know work work twice, grand a grand a week. Yeah, it's not bad. That takes away your petrol money too. You could even do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, I mean, you've you got to have no life. But, well, you know. you know. It's one of those things you trade off one for the other. No, I guess, you know. You know. But I think, it, I think it would be great. Now, there was something about emus. Yes! Oh, my there God. There was something about emus, and I'm really interested to know what the... What it's so, about. I can't believe, like, out of out of all the people... Like, you know, you're, you're, you, you, you're pretty Australian. You can tell by you know what you know you know you know about a bit of Australian history. You like you know Australian country music. You like you know. Like oh, I'm not a bogan. Okay, <laughs> you're not a bogan. I never said that. <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth. Don't straw man argument me here. <laughs> Jesus Ooh, Christ! Someone knows their philosophy. Oh, I try my best. <laughs> but I would have thought you would have known about this. So that so I'm reading the Wikipedia page, and so basically, Australia in the 1920s, 1930s. Yeah was overpopulated with emus. Mm-hmm. And we actually went to, technically, went to war with emus no to way. kill them because there were so many. So, let's say, uh, so the emu war, also known as the Great Emu War, was a nuisance... The nuis- Great Emu War! ...was a nuisance wildlife management military operation um, undertaken in Australia over the latter part of 1932 to address public concern over the number of emus said to be running amok in um, a district of Western Australia. The unsuccessful attempt to curb the population of emus, a large flightless bird to Indigenous Australia, employed soldiers armed with with uh, Lewis guns, leading the media to adopt the name the Emu War, referring to the incident. While a number of birds were killed, the emu population persisted and continued to cause crop destruction. So this actually happened twice. Wow. In 1932, it occurred. Yeah. And they tried to kill them and they, it didn't work. And the second attempt was later on in, in the year. And it just didn't work. And in the aftermath, despite the problems encountered with the cull, the farmers of the region once again requested military assistance in 1934, 1943, and 1948, only to be turned down by the government. Mm-hmm. So this is a real thing. Like we're technically uh, Australians. We've participated in World War One. Yeah. And technically won. Yeah. Participated in World War Two. Technically won. On a technicality. Yeah. Yeah. Participated in the Great Emu War. Yeah. Against flightless birds that have brains the size of peanuts and lost. <laughs> and do you know why? Because emus only go forward. Uh, yeah, oh, I get yeah, it, that's, get it. That's, yeah, that's true. They that's only true. go forward. That's true because their knees are like backwards or something. That's, that's why. That's why it's on the Australian coat of arms. Yeah, so, you know, they're like same as the kangaroo. The kangaroo can't go backwards either. That's why they're on the Australian coat of arms because they're two animals that can only go forward, and we're meant to look forward as a country. Well, there you go. Oh. I know nothing about the Australian some, coat of arms. Something. It sometimes something I, I have fantastic general knowledge about some things, and some things I have no clue about. But the emu What's you. the Australian floral emblem? It's a waddle. Victorian. It's also the waddle. No, 
No, no. Oh, I got no idea. I I'm can't not, remember. Nor do I really care. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the Australian one is the model. What's the global world's flower emblem? Oil. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is probably oil. Uh, I shouldn't headbutt the mic. They probably shouldn't. It's your mic too. Jeez, how much have you had to drink? No, I've been good tonight. You have been good. I've been good tonight. Been calm. And in fact, before you came over, yeah, I was actually left a little bit late. I actually exercised. Are we talking about the gym? Oh yeah, I've got a personal trainer. Oh, and um, so I went in, had my first PT session. Very exciting stuff. And you know, talking to him and said, you know, four or five years ago, I used to go regularly, like like yeah, yeah. like like clockwork kind of thing, like you know. 20 kilos lighter than I am now. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, excellent. And um, got there and I'd been, because it was about two weeks before, you know, I booked it in and it was like two weeks and I'd been going for runs every second day. That's good. Like, I was like, I'm going to fucking kick this like PT session. Get in there. It fucking makes me do squats. Yeah, squats are hard. Squats, right? And then some other things. Anyway, the last bit is like, I want to test your own weights and all that. Uh, more of an assessment. He goes, I want to test your aerobic fitness. And I was like, Got this. Got this. In the back. I've been going for runs. Like, I know I'm not that fit, but I'm going to be able to do this, right? Like, excellent. And he goes, no, no, no. I've got to do this whole step thing. I've got to step onto a step. Steps are fucked. Step, Steps are step fucked. Step thing. And he goes, you're going to do it for three minutes. I'm like, oh, piece of cake. Nah, nah. Piece of cake. <laughs> I know where now, this is going. me being me, I went I went at it. Nah, like, you're going to be consistent. I went at it. going to be consistent with the steps. And I don't know. It felt like 10 minutes, but it was probably like 20 seconds. And then I started slowing down. And then I was really exhausted. And then he goes, you're halfway. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, I've only got like half to go. Like, oh. Anyway, so he says, stop. And I can't breathe. I can't talk to him. And I'm sitting down. And he goes, that was only two minutes. <laughs> oh, I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah. It feels like death. So anyway. Uh, with the steps, you got to keep rhythm, keep count. And you'd be fine. I told my personal trainer I'm going to come up with every excuse under the sun <laughs> not to exercise. I was too busy on the podcast. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to call your names. <laughs> Don't take it personally. I just hate this. Oh, that's good. If only you could lose weight drinking. Oh, you can. It's because we've been dehydrated. You can, you can. Do you know, technically, if it's under 10% alcohol, yep. it hydrates you. There you go. So it can't be over ten percent. It's got to be under ten percent. Oh, the scotch isn't helping then. So if you, if oh, what's the scotch? Forty. Scotch is always forty or plus. Oh yeah, forty percent. The scotch is going to dehydrate. Yeah. Um, Do you have some ice cubes in there? No, oh, yeah, but you know, like that's that's pretty, yeah, pretty cool. I don't know. Ah uh, well, Kieran, I think we might have to wrap this one up. Thank you so much for another fantastic. Oh uh, well, I think especially after a long podcast I last know, week. I know, I know that was a long podcast last week. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Editing that one. Thank you very much for that one. But uh, no, short one. Um, there is going to be a special. Uh, I'll tell the listeners now. Mm-hmm. There is going to be. Um, there will be one next this Thursday, and there will be one next Thursday. Yes. But there is. Keep your eyes out or ears out for it. Yep. Because we've got a few exciting things coming up. We hope so. Anyway, we're just trying to book them in. We've got. Um, uh, we've got some exciting guests. Yep. Or an exciting guest. No, oh, no, no. We've got exciting guests. We've got multiple guests yeah, coming. Yeah, multiple up. guests just coming on. In. So that's going to be that's going to be really exciting. I'm going to be I'm going to be doing a, a solo from Vietnam. Yep. So that's going to be pretty cool as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you're probably just going to hear street signs or something. Fantastic. Like that. That's what we want. Um, God knows how that. I'm, and 
I'm probably shit-faced <laughs> when I do it. Um, and uh, what else do we have coming? And we've got some we've got some cool videos coming out. I too. hope so. Yeah, we just had a bit of a discussion about today. I've thrown some ideas at Kieran. We're going to make some videos. We're going to put them up as soon as we possibly can. So we've got so we've got some exciting things coming up. Um, which is which is really cool. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Speaking of very exciting things, we did it again. We bloody did it again, Kieran. Oh, what were our figures? Well, some quick figures. I'm only going to shout them out quickly because I was noticing them today. I was very excited. We bloody did it. We have 14 followers, <whistles> and uh, we have 305 total plays, which means we've uh, 100. We had 200. Yeah, last week. 200 last week. So we bloody did it. So we have uh, got another 100, which is really exciting, which means that you are starting the Patreon, my oh, friend. I said we get to 10. That's We've right. We've now got 14. All we right, 14, Patreon so account is coming up. So keep your eyes open for the Patreon. Look for this. Ep- look for all the stuff on iTunes and SoundCloud, as usual. Give that, us a like. It. Give and, us a text. And and well, I'm, we'll set up this Patreon account. Absolutely. Um, but it's going to go for more equipment and more to do more exciting stuff. More exciting stuff. Um more content hopefully that's my t- that's our absolute goal obviously anything you can chip in will go towards our booze <laughs> we'll also do that but we're also we're having some uh think of some stuff to do down the pipeline i've got some few ideas i'm flinging back and forth with kieran so that'd be really cool to do uh, again more exciting crazy guests it is it is so we've got some cool guests coming up so I'm, exciting I'm, looking, guests. I'm looking forward to having definitely them on the got show. some exciting guests coming we're up. moving beyond just having our mates i know this is great which this is, is really cool which is really exciting never that, happens that is <laughs> who that thought is, that would happen that is um so you know niall we don't need you anymore go, <laughs> go away we'll have jess on jess yeah we'll on. have jess on yeah jess. she's she's okay i feel I'll, like she's the mother of the show you know? she always is yeah. yeah she's the one that helps to guide us a little <laughs> bit yeah so anyway, people, we have been the uh, We Only Do One Take podcast. Kieran, once again, thank you very much for being on the show. No worries. Thank you very much. And um, again, find us all on uh, SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Facebook as well. Give us a like. Give us a share. Give us a review. We've got two reviews already, which is fantastic. So far, we are five out of five. So go ahead and ruin that for us. And uh, we'll see. And thank you, James. Thank you, James. James, yes. yeah. Who we don't even know. We don't even know. And he's given us a like, a review, and a comment. You are, looks at, seems to be like our number one fan, which is awesome. So one day we might have, we'll have to have you on the show. At least a call in when we work that thing out. And until then, Kieran, see you next Tuesday. <laughs>